Putting on makeup is not a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It could be a choice. It shouldn't be a requirement for a lifestyle. So what is a requirement for a lifestyle? I guess we shouldn't be selling lifestyles. Hi everyone, this is Claire. And Sabina. And welcome to the Not Your Friends podcast. talk about current trends in American pop culture, specifically those that are geared towards women and often perpetuated by influencers. We're going to talk about our experience with things that are trending, particularly on social media, and just kind of how weird everything's gotten with the blurred lines between transactional business relationships and marketing people's lives. Yeah, because we feel like especially with influencer culture and social media being everywhere, it's gotten to a point where now things that are being marketed towards young women are often like a lifestyle versus a product. And that has its implications, and we're going to talk about them. Quickly before our first ever episode, we just wanted to talk about the recent overturning of Roe versus Wade from the Supreme Court justices and our stance and just a little bit of outreach. This podcast, we're going to have a lot of up in the air opinions about things and a lot of wavering and general discussion. But this is something both of us have a hard stance on. Yeah, we believe that this is a violation of human rights and we are deeply disappointed, outraged, and disgusted. And we didn't feel like it was right to talk about anything before this, Mm -hmm. especially we're excited for our episode on the clean girl aesthetic, but this had to come first we'd like to provide a resource for you if you want to donate so in our description there will be the Planned Parenthood Action Fund and this is going up on June 27th but if you donate by June 30th your donation will be matched one dollar for one dollar by Planned Parenthood so it's amazing because of our belief that everybody has a right to choose what to do with their body we respect your decision to not support abortion for yourself mm-hmm. but access to safe and legal abortion we believe is a human right and right now that is being attacked so we just wanted to share our opinion and we want to let you know if you're feeling saddened or angry about this decision we are here with you so full transparency we had recorded this episode a few days before the supreme court decision being a podcast that shares our unsolicited opinions we thought that this is something that we had to share just to give you some background on us we're both college students we're going into our senior year of college and we're both majoring in psychology i'm also majoring in communication this is claire speaking we go to college in different states even though we're both from brooklyn new york but both on the east coast we each have a pretty different background in this stuff i follow a lot of influencers not a ton I'm kind of more aware about the social media parts of these trends, but they definitely seep into everyday life for young women in general. That's kind of our point. So Sabina is bringing a little bit of a different take. I'm not really on social media. I definitely have been. Um, I've used Instagram. I'm just not really on TikTok, which I know is a lot of where these things are coming in now. But I'm also aware of the residual effects in day-to-day media and what people talk about. So Claire, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we decided on talking about a really current trend that's more of an idea or a concept, and it's the clean girl aesthetic. Now, is there a dirty girl? No. Okay. But 
I mean, you can infer that if you're not the clean girl aesthetic, <laughs> you're not a clean girl. You're not a clean girl. Yeah. Um, if I look this up, do you think I'll be able to find a definition? I think you will, definitely. It's probably not going to be on a dictionary Oxford site. Dictionary. <laughs> but, okay, so first thing we see when looking it up is a lot of Hailey Bieber. A lot of buns, a lot of gold hoop. So let's find a definition. This is from thetab.com. Typically, the clean girl, in quotes, makeup involves fluffy brows, dewy skin, flushed cheeks, and glossy lips. You should look like you're not even wearing makeup. You just woke up looking perfect. What a good definition (laughs) to start on. So this is essentially what I've heard of it. I'm on TikTok a lot, and this is all over TikTok. Okay. And the goal that I've heard from these videos is to, yeah, come across as you are already look like this and it's really put together but it's effortless which is kind of that whole striving to be effortlessly perfect right which is not even a thing right an oxymoron yeah so to look like a clean girl you do need to put on some makeup because having acne and having like red bumps on your face is not part of it in the videos that i've watched on like how to get the clean girl look Mm -hmm. often there is still about a makeup bag's worth of products going on your face okay so it's like same number of products just different application yeah like a lighter application and now I I think there's just more brands that are catering towards this look out in like places like Sephora so for instance people are really into rare beauty and Fenty beauty which I think are great lines they're much more inclusive in their shade ranges yeah they're more accessible then to a larger population because of that so rare beauty was created by Selena Gomez And Fenty was created by Rihanna. So they've both been founded by really, really famous people. And they're sold at a higher price point than like drugstore makeup. This is listed under clean beauty. And when I hear clean something, I think it's not using toxins. It's not using like free radicals, parabens, whatever. I think that's what it does mean here. Okay. So yeah, they're also just more ethical and better for the planet and better for animals and more inclusive in terms of their shade range without formaldehyde that's good yeah so (laughs) it's a carcinogen (laughs) what people will do is they'll take some of these products for instance something that's really in is cream products because it's an easier application it blends easier it's more effortless more natural exactly is glossier still trendy gotta know (sighs) i mean they're they're doing great i think like in terms of their brand but it's not like no like i think glossier it was one of the first really hot yeah makeup brands that that was like skin oriented yeah totally like skincare oriented and less makeup makeup usually is highly pigmented but still expensive yeah yeah so makeup is usually really highly pigmented and that's why you buy it but then glossier came in and said we're going to give you for the same price an entire lipstick the same size but the payoff Hmm. the color payoff is just not it's going to look like you didn't use that much I would give them a lot of credit for starting this. And now people are kind of perfecting what they tried to start and did really great at starting. But now Rare Beauty is just going above and beyond and really executing it. I'm curious about the price points for the brands that you mentioned. I want to see if we can get similar products and just compare prices. I see Rare Beauty Soft Pinch Liquid Blush for 20 bucks. That's on Sephora. And then the Cheeks Out Freestyle Cream Blush from Fenty for $22. Um, But then again, if they are using chemical-free, cruelty-free products, presumably it's 
more expensive to source. Yeah. People are using not just these products. You can get the look with less, obviously, but mm -hmm. this is kind of the ideal. Okay. They're putting it on their face, but they're making it look very natural. And they're focusing on the skin. So they're putting a lot of effort, time, and money into skincare before the makeup. Okay. And then a foundation-like product that has skincare properties. Mm. And then they're doing very little to the rest of the face mm -hmm. because they want to get that baby skin look. Mm -hmm. This article from thetab.com goes on to say that the quote-unquote clean girl is more than just a look. She's got her life together. The aesthetic also involves having a tidy living space, mm. staying active, and eating healthily. This is from the UK. She's kind of, in quotes, that girl, but she's going the extra mile. So this brings us into the that girl. That girl? Yeah, that girl is a thing. Which girl? So people on social media refer to that girl as like the girl that you want to be like. So she's, I think, as, as much as I know, right. it's the girl that kind of has it all and can do it all. So she goes out, she parties, she, you know, drinks, she has fun, but then she also literally has everything in her entire life together. Oh, like maybe if she works from home, she has like a perfect work from home space with her lemon water all set up before her work day after she went out drinking the night before. Well, but of course they're also feeding what you want to have. So it's, right. this is what so, you should want. This is who has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the clean girl is kind of like that girl, but what does it say? It says she's going the extra mile. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, well, this it, is, I think a, a clean girl is supposedly a type A personality. All right. Right? It's, clearly, she has a lot on her plate. Yeah. The burned out girl. <laughs> what have you been saying? I mean, the, the tidy living space makes sense in the clean context. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and staying active and eating healthy. Right. Well, those, I don't know if the, I would define those as clean. And I think that the issue with the redefining of clean is we're getting very broad. Right. Because also who's to say what eating, like people say I'm eating clean. That usually means you're not eating processed foods. Right. I'm not saying that this is the right way to eat, but. We put a secondary definition on clean yeah. for food, which is non-processed foods. Right. But clean eating is like a buzzword right now. It's okay, so it's all it's it's all abstraction. There's no actual yeah. definition. This is MayoClinicHealthSystems.org. There are a lot of variations to clean eating, but basically refers to eating foods that are as close as possible to their natural state. This encourages us to make our meals from scratch, to make them as quote-unquote clean as possible. All right. The main reason to take on clean eating is the health benefits of consuming foods rich in nutrients. Content directly from the earth have not been overly processed. Mm -hmm. When I hear that, mm -hmm. I think the idea of clean eating and that feeding into the clean girl aesthetic mm -hmm. of clean makeup, it's really catered towards a rich girl that has the time, the resources, the money to eat clean and live a clean life. Adding the word clean to it gives it like moral cleanliness is close to godliness. Right. And so when you're talking about your eating habits and your makeup habits and this stuff that like shouldn't be moralized. Eating less processed foods will be better for your body, mm -hmm. right? I don't think there should be any morals attached to even that. But then things that are so arbitrary, like, yeah, like how you look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why we shouldn't be grouping this together to be the clean girl life is eating healthy and wearing this beautiful natural makeup. Mm -hmm. If you want to say a clean life is eating healthy, that's a different story. Right. But then to group it in with the makeup and the fitness and 
maybe even the clothing because the clothing of a clean girl often as far as i've seen is neutral colors clothes that are very well tailored Mm -hmm. and look good on you Mm -hmm. and accentuate your body Mm -hmm. and often those clothes um are shown at least in what i've seen to be from places like aritzia yeah that's over my price (laughs) yeah the look draws inspiration from celebs who manage to look effortlessly put together. Think Haley Bieber, Rosie Huntington Whiteley, and Zoe Kravitz. So one of the TikToks that Claire shared um, was from a woman whose handle is Fabulous Via. And she was talking in reference to an earlier video that she had posted saying that this aesthetic is derivative of Latina girls. And in her video, she says, well, it's not just Latina girls, it's also black girls. And as she puts it, it's hood girls. And she goes on to say, this is an East Coast aesthetic from these cultures. And just for where I'm coming from, and Claire, um, because we were essentially raised in the same place, upper middle class, primarily white Brooklyn, though I've moved around a lot of places in Brooklyn. Something that's derivative of a city style East Coast look, we would never make claims to, but it's definitely not something that's unfamiliar. So I think that's why it's a little bit harder to have objectivity on that for what's new and what isn't, for me at least. Mm -hmm. But when you sent me that, um, I was thinking about it and it's almost more clear since that aesthetic has been around us and we've seen it because we're not walking down the street with our (laughs) eyes closed. It's super clear that these things she mentioned in the video, silk scarves, slick back buns, name plates, gold jewelry, it's super derivative of these cultures. And now that it's become wealth-washed, white-washed, now it's seen as trendy mm-hmm. and something to be commodified and like yeah. an aspirational look opposed to cultural staples. It's important to acknowledge that, but you know, even for me, it was weird that I was like, why didn't I see that? And I think maybe it has to do with where we were. Um, maybe it's because I'm just not as like aware of these things. But once she said that yeah. in the video, I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what it is yeah and it's like it's been around for a while and it's kind of like all of a sudden it's popularized because it's kind of been taken by influencers predominantly white influencers um and if i just do a quick scroll on my tiktok if i just look up the hashtag clean girl Mm -hmm. there's just so many more videos from white creators and there's a lot less videos that are coming up as popular from creators of color Mm -hmm. and this brings me to another point about how the whole look in general can be super easy to achieve for some people and difficult to fit in and achieve for other people. Just the sheer fact that many large makeup brands, even today, are super uninclusive in terms of their shade range. Like we talked about Rare Beauty and Fenty Beauty that are great brands that are pretty much inclusive in terms of their shade range, but for products that are kind of like requirements for this look, Mm -hmm. like a tinted moisturizer, it's really hard a lot of the time to find like tinted moisturizers that are actually fit for deep skin tones. Mm this just makes the look exclusive. I actually came across one TikTok in particular and the creator's name was Black Ballad UK. That's B-A-L-L-A-D UK. And this person was talking about the clean girl aesthetic and how it can be seen as anti-black. And she's actually referencing another video by another creator that was saying it was anti-black. And I just wanted to bring this up because it's a really interesting point. You can go to her page and you can find her video from her words, but what I gathered from it is sort of that the clean girl look is kind of already assuming that the person that's doing it already fits this like European westernized beauty standard. 
And what she was saying is often black women that are held to a higher standard in terms of how they present themselves just day to day Mm -hmm. because society is like trying to have them conform to the standard just in their daily life to begin with. And since there's racism in the standards of what constitutes femininity, there's barriers to black women and just women of color in general achieving this look through the methods that are presented as the clean girl method. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So kind of going along those lines... A very central aspect of this look is having a slicked back bun. That's like a big thing. Okay. And typically it's being called or referred to as the Olaplex bun. Like Olaplex? Yeah, like the brand Olaplex. Yeah. Because they're using Olaplex oil to slick back their hair. But going back to what we were saying, this is not a product that can be used to slick back every hair type. So it's already... That's so weird. Yeah, it's true. People are calling it the Olaplex bun. Yeah, It's pretty much a sleeked back bun, but you're using Olaplex oil, which is like, it's a pretty expensive brand of hair care. But it's funny that this has been coined the term Olaplex bun, because that's literally a brand. They must be having a heyday with this. Oh, they are. Olaplex is, I've been at least indoctrinated to think that this is some revolutionary (laughs) technology. I have to say I have the whole line, basically. So I'm not going to be like shitting on Olaplex. But the concept of an Olaplex bun is a little bit nauseating. I do have a question about that. People are putting Olaplex in their hair and wearing that, like, out? Yeah. It's not like a no, which mask? And Olaplex is designed to be a mask, where you wear it before the shower, you get into the shower, and you wash it off. Or it's a leave-in product, but right. it's not supposed to be, like, visible. So people are, I think, dousing their hair in this expensive a lot of Olaplex. Yeah. Yeah. And it's supposed to be basically like not for the look. I guess it's kind of for the look, but I think it's especially going along with the clean girl aesthetic. Mm. You're nourishing your hair while you're doing your daily tasks. So it's like kind of habit stacking, which is another huge part of this whole clean girl thing. I've never heard that in my life. So habit stacking. Multitasking? It's basically like sort of, but it's with your good habits. So, okay, I have 20 minutes between meetings. Why not take advantage of this and not sit on the couch, but go for a walk so I'm getting my exercise. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to habit stack by using my Olaplex bun so my hair is getting nourished. And then why not go and get a smoothie? It's stacking your habits so that it's more efficient and it's all part of this. This, I can't even, yeah. com- this is incomprehensible to me actually because isn't there a little man in the back of your head or woman that's constantly telling you that you should be doing more like why did you need tiktok to say this yeah exactly that is very true because like i feel like we're constantly telling ourselves we need to be habit stacking because that is what a productive life is supposed to be and now there's this term for it that makes you feel even more like now it's a real thing over productivity yeah emphasis on the product yeah and i feel like the clean girl aesthetic is not only about buying things like olaplex and spending your money on these clean ways of eating and makeup products, but maximizing your productivity so that you feel like you're doing good while you're maybe burning yourself out. Right. Just for reference, 8.5 fluid ounces of Olaplex number four bond maintenance shampoo and 8.5 fluid ounces, which is like a glass of water for reference, <laughs> for more reference, Crazy. bond maintenance conditioner is $56. Right. And these are, again, one glass of water. Right. And they do last a while. And I think the brand is great. Oh, every hairstylist has told me that Olaplex is where it's at. Yeah, but if you're going to 
advertise as let's say an influencer or which I'm not blaming the influencer. I'm just saying if you're going to advertise this idea of an Olaplex bun versus just a sleeked back bun, which used to be what I guess it was called in general, Mm -hmm. you're advocating for people to go spend their money on Olaplex, which is out of a lot of people's price range. And it, if it's now not just, oh, you should buy Olaplex, but you should have an Olaplex bun to go mm-hmm. fit in with people. And it's more tied to who you are, I think, mm-hmm. than just saying buy the product. Definitely. Then it's easier to feel bad about not having that and not being able to do that. Right. It's one thing if you are striving for a singular concept. Like a product. Like a product. But to have a lifestyle that Uh you're striving for, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. And I think that's the crux of our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) How selling a lifestyle is so much more tedious and could be damaging. It has to be talked about and thought about as more weight than just a product. And then think about it. What if you have one of these things or two of these things, like the makeup thing? Or no, let's do the the food, which is like maybe even more important, like Mm -hmm. eating healthy. If you eat a healthy diet, that's not enough, you Mm -hmm. know, to be like a clean girl because it's not a singular thing. So you need more things. You need more time in your day to do more things in order to achieve this. And if you don't have all those things, you aren't. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's just much harder to, to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. It's clear that... Um, we have issues with it. No, I mean, it's clear that... Well, yeah, but also it's exceptionally profitable for all of these brands, of course. But it's also profitable for our economy if you are setting yourself up for perpetual productivity. True. Productivity is what capitalism loves. Loves it. <laughs> Eats it. <laughs> yeah, and I think... Part of the clean girl thing is to always be using your time in like a positive way, Mm -hmm. which in the end, it it does the opposite thing. Especially a lot of, this has been repeated trillions of times, but for anybody of any age, but especially women under the age of 30, there's a lot of confusion about what you're doing with your time and your life and you know, the big question of, is this good? Is this bad? But then to have outlets where people are constantly telling you how you can be mm-hmm. clean. Clean, there is no question that yeah. that is positive, right? And so, of course, like, it's kind of addictive to be able to look to particularly women your age and ask, what should I be doing? And if they can confidently say this, yeah, it feels very comforting. Yeah, and there are positive aspects of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the makeup, I don't think is positive or negative really right i mean more negative than positive i guess if it's like covering up your acne is part of this whole clean girl look. it's how you're clean yeah, yeah it's how you're clean. Like that's <laughs> that's bad but to encourage a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. this doesn't really take into account balance because it's only talking about the healthy parts of life but to strive for a healthy lifestyle i think is positive and good and it's it's better to teach young women and young people that than the opposite but I don't think we have to teach them that because I think there's already pressures from family, friends, mm-hmm. other media outlets. Like, I don't think we're anywhere close to a time when women aren't going to already feel like that pressure to be eating healthy because, I mean, constantly there's pressure to be thin. Mm-hmm. Um, so eating healthy, exercising, 
wearing makeup that makes you look good. Like no one wants to look bad in makeup. Mm -hmm. So until that's gone, I don't think we need another thing that's like encompassed at all. And now if you do all these things that you're already so pressured to do, you're a clean girl if you do those things. Like don't put a label on it. Right. When I like am reading this, I'm just thinking this is a little out of pocket, but it's like it's about reproduction it's about fertility it's how do you define fertility somebody who's glowing mm-hmm. like that's what yeah. is attractive to men yeah um i'm not saying that you know all of these women are doing this to be attractive to men in any capacity right it's trendy like i'm you know not immune at all to trends no we are <laughs> not saying that we are not participating in this to an extent like right maybe we're not calling ourselves clean girls but yes we are totally totally influenced by this absolutely yeah remember when like heavy like a beat face was everything yeah i know a lot of guys really didn't find that appealing which it is whatever because you didn't look natural glowy and like a child like a child (laughs) right (laughs) i i agree i think that there's no pressure on men to have anything glow about them and (laughs) i don't think a lot of men are really worried about looking clean it just seems no in fact the rugged look is very very loved loved a little bit of scruff getting down in the dirt you know doing things well i think it's animalistic as well it's on both ends right no i i'm not saying that it's a terrible thing that glowiness is trending because matt was trending like five years ago the matte look but i think the glowy look is oh we want to look glowy but we don't want to look like when it was matte you looked like you're wearing powder now you want to look like you're glowing from within it's like the, the ovulation look yeah that's what i'm picking up like from plump this skin you're looking like you're fertile as hell mm-hmm. obviously there is a lot of infantilization but i think i mean at least like post-pubescent mm-hmm. you know pre-menopausal yeah yeah <laughs> That's a pretty big age range, but there is a prime, you know, before you even start losing any potential (laughs) for reproduction. Yeah, that's one thing I want to mention. Yeah. Like, there's no denying that this is targeted towards women, and a lot of times there's stuff that's targeted towards women, but it's, like, very unobvious, and I feel like recently, with this stuff like Hot Girl Walk, Clean Girl, That Girl, girl, it's very, very clearly, like, trying to target... Women. Not even just women, but girls. Called girl. And like you're like if you are participating in this stuff and you have the money to like buy Olaplex, like you're probably a woman. So the fact that it's clean girl, it's just very obvious who's being targeted. Who's being targeted and what we're targeting, which is youth. Yeah, youth <laughs> and so called perfection. Right. Another part of the clean girl aesthetic is a lot of times there's people wearing gold hoops. Gold hoop earrings. Alright. Claire's saying this as she's wearing gold hoop earrings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And they're very cute. Thank you. I think maybe because we have a platform that is international, pretty much. What do you mean? TikTok. Oh, oh, I thought you meant us. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God, no. Because of a certain amount of globalization and wide, widespread influences, we have kind of hit a mark on what I think people find attractive. Do you think that's a, do you think that's real? You think this is going to stay? The clean girl? The clean girl is ridiculous, but I do think that a lot of the like ideas about, you know, 
having this, that, and the other is basically how to be the most eligible, fertile-looking woman, no? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like this is the most appealing to the most amount of people. It's more fun to put on makeup that's going to make you look like yourself, but, like, way better and feel like yourself, but beautiful than, you know, slapping on just a ton of makeup that's very matte, like the old look and, like, with a ton of winged eyeliner. So it's, I think it's satisfying people's feelings like, oh, I am actually naturally beautiful because this is me shining through. Well, wouldn't that be no makeup? Yeah, but obviously it's enhancing. Mm -hmm. So it's like giving you the best of both worlds. And then for men, I think they also prefer this to the caked on matte look. So yeah, I think if your question is, do I think this is like going to stay? I think it might. And like, obviously trends come and go. And that's literally the point of a trend. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll come back where it's like backlash. Yeah. And there will be the old trend coming through. But I think this is something different. Universally appealing. Yeah. Universally appealing. But also the least real in a way, because you're not, it's showing. This is the scariest. Yeah. it's It's an effortless look but you're not you're putting an effort a lot of effort a lot of effort and that's always scarier to me than thinking about a look that is obvious right i mean i'm not sure how this is being presented but given the ideals of this it seems like it is being presented as if this is somehow a lifestyle when in reality it seems like a lot of chores that would never be naturally incorporated to somebody who had never heard of this you know Mm -hmm. or already found this to be appealing Mm -hmm. putting on makeup is not a lifestyle Mm -hmm. it could be a choice a lifestyle choice yeah it shouldn't be a requirement for a lifestyle so what what is a requirement for a lifestyle yeah i guess we shouldn't be selling lifestyles but but here we are with social media when there's people living lives that you might want to live and then they're putting a name to it like Today, I'm in my clean girl era. I'm in my clean girl Mm -hmm. aesthetic. It's easier to take that and like implant it into your life versus them just saying all the things they're doing in their day that you don't actually relate to. They're saying, I'm being a clean girl and you can too because it's it's like a package. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you listening have heard of the clean girl aesthetic and wanted to take part and tried to take part. I have too. In a way, I'm influenced by it in my everyday life constantly now when I do makeup I gravitate towards a natural dewy look (laughs) I can't I I feel like I'm never saying I feel like again (laughs) the idea of different aesthetics in some ways can be kind of comforting at least (laughs) what you just you said um today I'm doing this yes that I think is good yeah. language for something that is but it's not somebody somebody's natural state yeah yeah period yeah i agree and that is a positive thing about this trend mm-hmm. it's i noticed a lot of videos about this saying today i'm channeling and my inner clean girl or on their sunday like reset day or something mm-hmm. and it's like okay like this isn't always and maybe this is positive because if you're going to do this once a week you're going to kind of get your life together in that way and I mean, the makeup, whatever. But, like, if you're going to, like, go grocery shopping, get do some habit stacking, 
that's fine. But it does become a problem when you coin yourself as a clean girl, I think. Mm -hmm. It limits yourself and tells the world that, like, this is who you are. If you're an influencer, I think, Mm -hmm. and you're telling the world that. It's not much of an attainable, constant state. Right. I think something else that's problematic about this is if you are looking to TikTok or wherever the clean girl look is being presented, the idea of a complete package with many positive things and normal things along with unobtainable things can be kind of paralyzing because the second now you're trying to do one of these things, you feel you are in some way a fraud because you are not yeah. all of these things. Totally, yeah. By creating a bundle, right? you're also kind of yeah. maybe making some people feel disillusioned by doing a singular yeah. or one of these things. If you own Olaplex products and you can't afford to just kind of use, them use up. all of, yeah, use like so much of them in one sitting, it's a lot of like cognitive dissonance. Like, oh, I think all, I'm, yeah. I'm almost there. And like in another way, if you have makeup products, but you don't have a cream concealer, you have a powder concealer, and then your makeup doesn't look that dewy and you're more flat, you're like, oh, I, I'm i almost there, so I just need this, you know? Or you make a smoothie and you only have your mom's old cup and, and it doesn't not... look cute, but it's still a smoothie and right. it doesn't feel good because... It could feel good, yeah. but because it's been presented as yeah. something that could be beautiful. Right. Every That's another thing about this. Like, every part of your life should look, at least when you're saying that you're you're in your clean girl era, it's looking aesthetic. It's looking clean. It's the same damn thing. Right. But it makes you feel worse. It yeah. doesn't. And, it's and you're, if you're using your Olaplex products in the way that they're intended. <laughs> right. And suddenly you go you're in the shower. Like, oh. And then your Olaplex products are out. You're like, well, I, I literally could have done could an have Olaplex been, bun today. I and I'm productive right. by leaving these. <laughs> I could have been nourishing my strands while on a walk versus stupid me putting it in after. Now, we're obviously being extreme, but it's the things that you would just be doing naturally. Yeah. It hits so different online, and I never feel... Like those people. Yeah, and then if you wanted to go to make a TikTok video because TikTok is accessible to anyone, maybe you wouldn't feel so comfortable saying, look at the smoothie I just made, unless it's in that beautiful cup because it's going on TikTok and it's now a video. Right. And now the video has to look clean and good or else, like, what, what you made a smoothie for what? Like, Right. So final thoughts on the clean girl aesthetic. Sabina, you've learned a lot today, I'm sure. I've learned so much today. Can I say, tell you what I've learned? Mm-hmm. I've learned that the clean girl look is not just a makeup look because I <laughs> thought that it was makeup application. And I did think it was like aesthetic outfit choices, but I did not know that people were roping this in with um, like lifestyle. Yeah. I learned what habit stacking was, multitasking. One note about habit stacking. Yeah. I think it could be good if you are someone who doesn't One, have that much time or... Right feels like overwhelmed by a lot of things like Mm -hmm. I could sometimes feel like overwhelmed feeling like I want to take a walk but also like want to listen to this podcast that could help me and like also I don't know right like take care of your take care of my hair right like maybe I don't want to like sit with a leave-in conditioner in I don't want to like sit and wait so I end up just not even doing it yeah I think habit stacking could be good because it's like let's just get it all over with yeah but yes Definitely hyper-productivity. Yeah, I feel like that could also be kind of paralyzing. 
I mean, it's good if you're thinking in advance, but if you're thinking back, it's like, mm-hmm. well, we just spent X amount of time doing a podcast. We could have been working out simultaneously. Yeah, you yeah. Know? and it's also, yeah, because when you're not habit stacking, it can be hard. And the idea, why not just quickly do this while I'm doing this? Your habits should make you feel good and not like, Con- yeah, concerted effort, like yeah. a real choice. And you're ready to do them, not you're forcing them on yourself because it's like possible. Have, it's possible, right? Yeah. Yeah, even if something's possible to do, doesn't mean you should do it. True. That is very, no, that is very true. It's very true. So yeah, you learned that. I learned the habit stacking. I learned that um, 17 ounces of Olaplex is $56. <laughs> I learned that Glossier is not as hot as I thought it was. So, but they were pioneers in a way. They were pioneers in a way. <laughs> Unless somebody else was before them. <laughs> yeah, don't know. I'm sure there was like another brand that was doing something like yeah, this. Yeah, that yeah. was smaller. I'm honestly, can I can I be candid? Totally. Um, not that I haven't been. I've been so candid. I am feeling my dry hair right now <laughs> and thinking about Olaplex. <laughs> I think I want to buy Olaplex. You know what? And I support that decision. Okay. But if you want it. Is it that you want it because it's been, like, talked about a lot tonight? Or is it that you want it because you, like, really want Olaplex? Like, do you want to look for what might be the best for your hair first? Or do you want to go with Olaplex? Oh. Well, that's another thing is when people are telling you what to do, it's a lot easier than figuring it out yourself. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I love Olaplex. Right. Um, well, Claire has the whole collection. (laughs) (laughs) I have the mini sizes. Um, um, okay, we gotta grab. Yeah, okay, okay. I genuinely am feeling a little bit inspired. But then again, this is coming from the words of my best friend. This is not coming from random people on the internet. We've read yeah. like we've read some articles. I have genuinely seen zero videos about people telling me how they're achieving this. Mm-hmm. And I think I would be kind of turned off or insecure. Yeah, and Seeing names like Hailey Bieber and Zoe Kravitz makes it feel less personal and more like striving to be like a supermodel. Okay. Right. Something but, that's not, you're not supposed to get to. Right. And that's what you're hearing. But right. for someone that has a TikTok where it's like right. you're seeing somebody that's basically could be like your friend looking like a clean girl, it could be a lot more pressure to look like that and do that. Yeah. I think there are positives and there are negatives. I think it's just really important if you're participating in this which I'm sure we all are to an extent. If you're listening to this, maybe you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, think about each habit and each part of this. Think about like if that's something you want to do. Individually. Lose the label. Yeah, individually. Whenever possible. You know, you don't. it's not like it's all or nothing. Of course. But that's hard to see on social media. It is hard. There's no better, there's no worse, but adding unique perspective, it's pretty positive. <laughs> um you could be the clean girl or you could be you. <laughs> Both are great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. We're going to be uploading weekly podcasts on Mondays. To start your week off thinking about all the things that you probably saw on social media that weekend. So we'll see you back here next Monday. If you liked our podcast, please share it with anybody you know who might enjoy it. And stay tuned. Bye, guys. Bye.